Welcome to Life Church. We are an ex 242 community, a family on a mission to bring the life of Jesus to Warrington. We hope you're ready to hear what God has to say to you today through His Word and by His Spirit. watching it loads, preparing, and every single time it gets me. Jesus, the light of the world. That's what we're remembering at Christmas time. We're remembering that Jesus is the light of the world. So if he's the light of the world, if the opposite of that is then darkness, there's light and there's darkness. So Jesus is the light, but there is darkness. So if we think of darkness, um, obviously if all the lights were off, we wouldn't be able to see But as soon as that light comes on, the darkness is gone. There's some light in it. So when the sun rises in the morning and the darkness and the sun rises, darkness is gone. It can't be there because the sun has risen. The light is there. This morning, as I was getting ready, just choosing my little snowflakey earrings this morning. I have two lights in the bedroom and one of them just goes off and I can't see. I'm like, where's the earrings? And then... When I went to then put them in, one of the earrings fell and it went under the bed. And I had to use a light then to find it. And it's amazing when you actually stop and think about light and how it affects us every day. And how we need it and how it means we can find things and we can see things. It's so important. But Jesus is the light of the world. And I want us to sort of zoom back on the Christmas story. Pull right back because... Jesus' light of the world did not begin when we celebrate Jesus' birth this Christmas. It began... I might have to click it. I don't think the clicker's working. Mind you, it might have. It's on. In the beginning. And what I'm going to do each time that we were zooming back and we're, we're looking of Jesus' life from the very beginning until he comes again, This is Jesus the light. We're just going to light a candle for each time. So in the beginning, just to, not for any reason, but just to represent, just to help us remember that light. So today we can think about that light. This week, we can think about the light and what the power of that light means to you today. What the power of that light means to you this Christmas. So, So in the beginning... In the beginning, so I'm just going to look because it's bigger than my print. In the beginning was the Word. Now, if you don't know, when it says in the beginning is the Word, the Word means Jesus. Jesus is the Word, okay? So when we say the word, Word, it's Jesus. I'll read it as Jesus so that you can maybe get context. In the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, 
And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Now we can't rush through that verse. There is so much in that. So this is remembering that Jesus wasn't just there at the very beginning. We don't just remember when he was born. Jesus was here before anything existed. Jesus, and Jesus is referred to as the light. He is the source. He is the light. He is the power. He's the peace. He's the hope. And he's been there from the very, very beginning of time. Jesus, the light. To all mankind, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. So those little examples I gave before, darkness cannot overcome it. If a light is shining, darkness cannot overcome it. So we need to let the light of Jesus shine in our hearts. Let the light of Jesus shine in your circumstance. Let the light of Jesus shine in your family, where you work. The light of Jesus is there from the very beginning. And then, of course, we know that sin came into the world, darkness came into the world, and God had to make a promise. He made a promise because he loves us so much. He gave a promise. And he said, I'm going to make a way so that you can come back to me. I'm going to send my son. Remember, this is at the very beginning. A promise. Thousands of years ago, this promise was given. Thousands of years ago, this promise was given. That there would be a hope. That a light would come. So God sent his promise. Then we have the next part. In between. Now, really, another word for this in between is wait. So, in the beginning was God. He made a promise that Jesus, the baby, that was going to come. The baby was going to come. But there was an in-between bit. Thousands of years, there was a, there's a big gap in between. Okay? But in the in-between, there were lights still shining. There were promises still being spoken about right at the beginning. Sarah talked about this this morning when she talked about Isaiah, and I'm going to look in a little minute at a prophet. Um, and he spoke all those years ago. This isn't a story, guys. This is history where a man wrote down these words. So if we just, yes, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And I think you can lose that because every Christmas you hear, unto us a child is born, unto, you hear the same thing. If you've been in church a long time, you know, but stop and think today. These were words written thousands of years ago about a prophet, about a promise of the light to come. Amazing. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. This was written way before Jesus was born. So God, in the in-between, God, in the waiting, was bringing lights in. He was carrying out, um, leaving prophets to bring hope. And we have an in-between right now. So this is the Bible time, isn't it? So if we just step out now and actually look at us. So in the beginning, when you first became a Christian, you chose and you followed Jesus. In the in-between time, until he comes again, there might be difficulties. There might be things in your life going on. But God wants to shine his light in you. So the prophets spoke 
And also, not just did the prophets speak, God did not disappear in those thousand years. Yes, he was in heaven. And yes, the people had to do sacrifices with the high priest. You couldn't, you couldn't connect with God in the same way until Jesus' death. But he was still there. Listen to the words of David in the Old Testament. So this is again years ago. You, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. This was spoken years and years and years ago. These words are true for you today. My God turns a darkness into light. Christmas 22. If there is any area of darkness in your life, these words still ring today. Jesus is the light. In the light, there is no darkness. Let the light of Jesus come into your heart because... Anything in your life that is not, that is dark. That could be so many different things for so many different people. But he is the light that overcomes the darkness. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? So the Lord is the light and salvation. That means he's the answer. He's our savior. He's the one that brings the light. And he's a stronghold. He's a safe place. Whom should I be afraid? Maybe you struggle with anxiety. Maybe you have some fears about something this Christmas. Maybe there's something within you that you have. For, for, me, for me this week, um, I went around to my aunties. My auntie believes in Jesus, uh, has recently had a cancer which actually brought her to back to Jesus, but she doesn't attend church and things like this. And uh, we'd gone round, and it's because my mum goes and my, and my daughters were there, and so, you know, it's your family, so you're free, blah, 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 blah. And, um, oh, I've got this on, I've got, and I was going, oh, I've got to wrap the presents for the tots group, and I've got this to do, and I've got this to do, and so much, I hate Christmas. I was like, this? I was like, got home, I was like, Elizabeth, full title. I was like, what on earth? How is that being the light? <laughs> you know, to my auntie, I mean, it might sound off to Mark, but you know, that's all right. And it's not saying that we don't ever sound off, because of course we sound off, but that was so wrong of me. Where was my light shining there for her? No, that's not good. <laughs> so this is the light. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end and, you know, pad that out a little bit more about my terrible heart attitude. <laughs> Um, but the Lord is the light and the salvation. Whom shall we fear? So we live in that in between. We're in a waiting period now. Okay. Then, so Jesus was at the beginning. There was a waiting period. And then there was the birth of Jesus. So the birth of Jesus. Now, I'm not going to go into full detail of the Christmas story because we're doing sort of a, a Zoom overview from Jesus at the beginning, his birth, his life, his death, his resurrection. We're doing an overview look. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but we can't not pull out the Christmas story at Christmas time, can we? So actually, um, in Jesus' birth, there obviously Jesus was the light that was born, but there were three little lights that he sent before, and that's three angels to three different people. So in Luke, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a town called Galilee. 
to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. And it was like God sending that, that, that hope, that angel to bring that word, that hope. And sometimes, now God might not send us angels. He might send some of his angels. But still in our lives, guys, be aware that God can still come and touch your life. It might be a song. It might be an encouragement in church. A friend might send you a, a text. And it's just that encouragement that the light. Then, of course, he went to Joseph. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save people from his sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophets. Do you remember me saying at the beginning of the prophets, these men that existed, not a story, who wrote these words? In Jesus' time, they pulled that out. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel. God with us. And that's what Sarah was talking about again. Emmanuel, God with us. And I just think it's amazing that God spoke these words all those years ago. He reminds us of them at Jesus' birth. And then we get to hear and know them now. Emmanuel, God, the light is with us. Today, church, he is with us. He is here and he's with us. Then, of course, the shepherds. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch the flocks at night. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all my people. So, that, of course, the angel, the third angel, came to the shepherds. And then, of course, the star that you saw in that video clip the star that the wise men, and actually, for those of you who didn't know and you saw Jesus as a little boy, that's actually the biblically correct story of when the wise men came. I know a few of us already know that, but some people might not know that he wasn't a baby when the wise men came. They traveled from afar. He was actually a young boy, a little boy. I think he was he nearly two, was it, or something? About that age, wasn't he? So that was actually scripturally as it is, which, which we don't get in our kids' nativity plays, but that's fine. <laughs> and then finally, um, so when Jesus was a little boy, he took him to the temple to be prayed with, there was a man there called Simeon. And Simeon had been waiting. He'd been told by the Holy Spirit that he would not die until he'd seen the Savior. And listen to what he had to say when he saw him. So, he, so the Mary and Joseph brought him into the temple, and he got to see this. He was very old. He got to see the promised Savior as a baby. Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory to all your people. So again, Jesus being spoke about as a light. Gentiles just means anyone who isn't the, um, the Israelites, the Jewish people. Gentiles. That's us. Unless you're Jewish. That's us. 
that light, he said it's promised, is here, that he was born. Amazing. So that Christmas, when you hear the Christmas story, don't just think of it as a repeated thing that you've heard when you over and over again. Remind yourself, remember the light. Remember that it began at the very beginning. God, the creator of heavens and earth, came and was born as a tiny baby for us. For us, so that we could have that light in our lives. We don't need to live in darkness. We don't need to have any part of darkness. There is a light that can shine into that darkness. We don't need it. Um, and then, of course, normally at Christmas story, then that would end with the, it's the birth of Jesus. But, of course, we know he was born. He was born to die for us. He was born to come and to bring an end to the darkness. He was, he was going to defeat the devil. He was going to bring the light. Resurrection. And I forgot to put on return. <laughs> Should have had return on there as well, really. So, Jesus' life. Then, of course, we look at Jesus' life. Jesus was then, when he came then, we've gone through time, the very beginning of time. In the beginning, he was with God. We had to wait for the birth of Jesus. Then there was the birth of Jesus. Then there was his life in the word of God. His life is written for us. And he is the example of that light. He shows us how we can be that light and how he is the light to us. And he lived on this earth and he brought light. He brought miracles. He brought hope, peace, and joy. That's what Jesus brings to us today. Hope, peace, and joy. Jesus brings that. And that, the, the, his life that's written in the scripture those words, the scripture from the beginning, the scripture that you were reading um, of his life, they are alive and true to us today. We can apply all these different parts to our life. We can have that example of Jesus' life and light in us. Jesus' light is brighter than all our fears. Jesus' light is brighter than any darkness. Let's let Jesus be that light to us. And Jesus returned, the second advent. He's cut, he came. Now, you think from the very beginning when that promise was made that Jesus would come, thousands of years, they had to wait. They were probably thinking the Savior is never going to come. We don't live in that part. We know the Savior has been born. But we're living in the part where we're waiting for him to come again so that we can be in glory. So either we'll pass away in this life, or he'll return. But Jesus is that hope and that life. We're waiting for his return. That's the hope. That's the joy. That's the light. But we're living in that in-between bit. We're living in that in-between bit, and we need to remember the words that the light and help us in the darkness, any darkness that you may have in your life. So, Jesus is the light. I am Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is, so he is now, who was, from the beginning of time, 
and who is to come. The light of the world is coming again. He is coming again. He is the hope. And when he does come again, there will be no more darkness. There will be no more sickness. When there is a new heaven and a new earth, this is our hope. This is what we look forward to. There will be no sickness. There will be no death. There will be no anxiety. There will be no stress. It will not exist because that light will fill every part. You will be in heaven. We will be in the presence of God. That light, we cannot probably even describe, we have no words to describe what that light will be like. I cannot wait for the day where we're not, there is no sickness, where there is no stress. That is amazing. But guys, in this in-between bit that we are in, waiting for that, we don't have to live in darkness. We can still have the hope and the light of Jesus. He can change circumstances. He can do things in our lives, turn situations that are so dire, he can turn them around, bring his light in. Maybe you have a situation now in your life that you want turning around. You just ask him, Jesus, come and be that light. And it was like when I, you know, when I said before about going into my auntie and I had let the stress and the kerfuffle of Christmas kerfuffle <laughs> that is when you're leading teams and you're doing different things. I had let that gone, get on top of me. I'd let that light diminish in me. And then I'd gone round and I had been an awful example to my auntie. Oh, I hate Christmas. To be fair to me, I did say, I only like the Jesus bit. <laughs> but... What an awful example of a light. So obviously I went home and I repented. I said, Lord, I'm so sorry. And I said, put my eyes back on him. And I, because obviously I knew I was talking on this. And I said, I need that light that I'm like speaking on. Can you shine your light into me? Give me the strength to get through the different things. And although your circumstance doesn't change, you might still have those things happening in your life that you can't change. My heart attitude changed. I remembered who my God is. I remembered the strength and the power that he is to me. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Lord, I'm so sorry for my heart attitude. Be the light. This Christmas, 22, I want to be a, a light for you. Can you come and shine in my life? And let me have the right attitude wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing, whether it's the cafe or it's tots or it's speaking to you or it's going to the shops, whether it's seeing family or friends, let that light shine. So, a final one. So church, like I've just said, we are the light. You know, we've lit every candle there. And I just pray that for us, this Christmas, we're at the beginning when I said, what's Christmas 22 mean to you? And obviously, some things were shouted out, but in your hearts, you actually knew what Christmas 22 meant to you. You know what it still means to you, Christmas 22. But why don't you invite that light of all lights, the creator at the beginning, the one who gave us his son, who died and rose again. Let that light be the life in you. All you have to do is invite him and just like me and say, Lord, I'm sorry that I've let this chaos get control of me. 
and for my friend as well, whose loved one is, is currently, at this moment, is dying. You know, my prayer for her is, she believes in Jesus. It's despite that awful situation, that darkness which can overwhelm, God has a way of still bringing the light in. Even in the darkest of the darkest of places, if every light was off, if there was nothing in here but one candle, that's God's light, even in the darkest of situations. If you ask him to come in your life and to shine his light in your life. But then, church, after that, please take that light to others. Please then share the light and the love of Jesus to others. It might be that you give a neighbor a card or an invite to the meeting. It might be that you do a little bit of shopping. You give them a little present. You take them a little gift round. Just be that light shining. It may be that you help an elderly, but it's icy and snowy. It may be you, you might have an elderly neighbor. Maybe you could go and get a bit of shopping for them. Maybe you have a friend who's going through an awful situation. Maybe she just needs a card that says... I'm thinking of you. As simple as that. Let's be that light. And as the stress and the chaos and people are worrying about the heating and people are worrying about finances, let's not. Let's let the light of God shine out. The Christmas meal on Tuesday. Those that come in, let our lights shine to those that come in so that they can pass on. And the light of Jesus Christ can pass on. So this Christmas 22, let the light of Jesus shine brightly. Let's hear testimonies and stories of what God has done Christmas 22, despite any part of darkness you might be experiencing. Amazing. So yeah, so we are the light. So he was there at the beginning, the light of the world. Christmas time, we remember his birth, his death, his resurrection, and his return. And in the meantime, in the waiting, let's let our light shine. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the light. We thank you that you are the light at the beginning of time. We thank you that darkness has been overcome by your light. Nothing, no darkness can overcome your light. Your light is the light to the world. And we just pray that this Christmas, Heavenly Father, that you would shine brightly in our lives this Christmas. That you would not only shine, but that we would pass that light on to others. And I pray, Lord Jesus, for anybody in this room who has a darkness hanging over their life, whether that's sickness, whether that's a mental health issue, whether that's finances, whether that's a loved one who's very poorly, problems with your children, any circumstance that you feel is darkness, I pray for that person in the room right now. And light of God, we invite you to shine brightly upon their lives. Light of God, we pray that you would do a miracle. That where it feels like darkness, there would be light and life and hope and peace and joy. Overflow 
in your light in our lives this Christmas, I pray. In Jesus' precious name, amen. We've come to the end of this week's message. We hope you've been impacted and inspired. Keep up to date with everything that's happening by visiting our website at www.lifechurchwarrington.com.